Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Volquest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. The number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, featuring top-tier clean gasoline for peak performance. Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By Farm Bureau Health Plans. When looking for health care coverage, let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through the choices. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee Lacing. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by... Welcome to the nation. It's Chris Lowe and Austin Price. We certainly appreciate you spending part of your Sunday nights with us. A cool Sunday. It's supposed to be colder even tomorrow. A little snow earlier in the weekend. That means Austin did not get out and get his 36 holes in on no. Friday and Saturday. But we're certainly glad you could spend, as I said, part of your night with us. We're at the Texas Roadhouse, the Turkey Creek location, watching the end of the Chiefs-Browns game as the Looks like the Browns probably, if the Chiefs don't convert here on third down, going to get the ball back AP with about a minute and a half to play, maybe. Uh, down 22-17. Patrick Mahomes getting knocked out of the game. No way. Wow. Chad like Henney just Henny, picked up third and Henny 14 scrambling. on the ground. Oh, 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 oh. Henny like scrambling for short. the first. Oh, they mark it just short. That's a, remember the old Joe? You probably don't remember John Madden. The old right foot, left foot uh Mark, looks like he might have marked that with the right foot. Anyway, Chiefs trying to hang on here, 22-17. Uh, AP, good to see you. Uh, Tennessee you basketball with a um, – really, Vanderbilt hung around yesterday for much of the game, but then they just really pulled away and showed just how explosive this Tennessee basketball team could be yesterday, winning by 20 points in Thompson Bowling Arena. The Vols face Florida on Tuesday. That's in Gainesville. That's an ESPN game. We're going to catch up with our old friend Dane Bradshaw later in the show. Just have him not only break down this Tennessee basketball team, but break down the SEC. It, you know, as you look at it, there's still a lot of teams, I think, in this league that could win it. Um, Tennessee, I think, certainly has a great chance to win it. But there's there's three or four teams when you look at besides Tennessee. Alabama playing its best basketball oh, right they're now. They're hotter than anybody in the country. And when they shoot it the way they're shooting it right now, they're going to be a tough team to beat but there's several other teams in this league depending on the night and it's a weird type of season we know that that could win uh the, and it's I, I, certainly i hope we get to the tournament i think we will 
uh, the SEC tournament than the NCAA tournament because it's got a chance, I think, this year to really be uh, entertaining and exciting. And we I, wanna... I, at this point in time, it, you tell me how you feel, I, and, and I know what you just said, but just in general, I just don't see sports I mean, you know, sports shut down there for a five-month stretch there back in March, justifiably so, understandably so, but it just doesn't feel like anything's going to shut down now. Like It's, it's going to be more like, well, team, a team may shut down for a little bit of time, but it, it doesn't seem like anything's going to get derailed at this point. Well, I just don't know how many teams, you know, you could see – I think you could see teams going into the postseason that aren't able to play. And we don't know – this is so new. Basketball is such a different animal than football because if – you know, whereas, you know, Ohio State was shorthanded against yeah. Alabama. But if you get in basketball two or three key guys that are out, then that's your whole team. You know, that's such a different sport than football. So, we'll, you know, we'll see how all it shakes out. But certainly I hope we get to that point where we get a chance. You know, anybody that has watched this Tennessee basketball team knows how fun they are to watch play. Boy, you talk about a team that guard will guard you and defend and a very, very deep basketball team. We want to thank our friends at Mortgage Investors Group for bringing you the nation each and every week and making the American dream possible. Mortgage Investors Group is excited to help home buyers affordably achieve the dream of home ownership by giving you the home court advantage. The great advantage will allow you to get into that dream home with less money out of your pocket. Home buyers will be provided with an exclusive 15-year fixed-rate second mortgage of $7,500, which will help cover your down payment, your closing costs, your prepaid, and in some cases, a portion of the insurance cost. This is not just for first-time home buyers. Move-up buyers are also eligible. Call MIG today to learn more about the Home Court Advantage program. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their dreams of home ownership. And go to their website, MIGonline.com, to chat with a licensed loan officer online and get moving today toward your home buying goals. All right, AP, here we are. Um, Classes start on Wednesday. Tennessee's football team going to meet, I think, tomorrow, scheduled to meet tomorrow night. Yep, 6 o'clock. So a lot of the kids, a lot of the students are already on campus, and the investigation of the Tennessee's football program is ongoing. I think, if, you know, I know we've said this for a while. It sounds like they're pretty much close to the end. Well, you told me last week it was going to be done by this show, and I told you if it wasn't, I, I was said, going belly up to no, the remember, bar over here remember for you, one of the legendary margaritas at Texas Roadhouse. You backed me into a corner. You said, when I said next Sunday, you said, you mean this coming Sunday or the next Sunday? And I was pretty vague. You I were. didn't say which Sunday. And, well, no, you did. What, so you, I was giving myself an hour. by the time hour. we get to the, our next show, you, you clarified. Well, the show's not over yet. Uh, well, not over yet. But 54 minutes. So here we are with... The head football coach talking to investigators on Thursday, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, at least one assistant, Brian Niedermeyer, talking to assist, uh, investigators on Wednesday. Uh, so you would think with your head football coach talking, with, and we're talking about something that goes back to November, that, that they've been talking to players and coaches and people that work in the recruiting office, recruiting staffers uh, on campus, people that are assistant on campus recruiting that having talked now, lengthy interviews with Jeremy Pruitt and, and Niedermeyer, that they're pretty close to at least having the report done. And as I've said all along, I think at that point it goes to the Chancellor, Dante Plowman, they make a decision. But, you know, you can't, you can't drag this out much longer, especially with the kids back on campus. And I've said this right on through. I've been, you know, it's not fair 
to the program. And I know that's a general term to program, but certainly it's not fair to the football players, you know, because they, they want to know what's going on. You don't think every parent of every football player and every player on that team right now is sitting there trying to figure out what in the world is going on and what are we going to be, what, who's going to be our head coach? You know, is Jeremy Pruitt going to be our coach going forward? And, and if so, why are we still sitting here two months after this investigation started not really having any answers? That's got to be frustrating for an 18-, 19-, 20-year-old kid, especially their parents. There's no doubt about it. I mean, again, I, I said this on Friday, there are no winners in this deal. Everybody comes up a loser. And, and it just kind of is what it is. I mean, it's not fair to the, to the you know, to the program. And, and honestly, it's not fair to the kids that are over there on scholarship. You know, I, I really feel that way, whether it be, you know, players that signed with Tennessee that, you know, had some questions about, you know, the future. They were assured by people, not named Jeremy Pruitt, assured by the athletic director, Philip Fulmer, everything's going to be fine. They go ahead and sign. And, and, if, and if that ends up not being the case, that's a bad look. Um, same thing with, you know, current players. C- Coach Fulmer has been on the phone with, with parents of, of current players and told them that everything was going to be just fine. If it's not, you know, again, that's just a bad look. As you said, classes start Wednesday, and most of this team, if not all of it, is already in town. And, you know, it to me it's just <laughs> – <laughs> Timing's everything, but like this is just bad, bad timing all the way around. And I think to be to be clear on this, the only statement really to come out of the university in the last what month and a half was the one they issued to Brent is, uh, is the statement that the university issued saying that Michael Glazier's group had been retained to assist quote in regulatory issues, yeah, or a review to help assist a review of regulatory issues now. It sounds like a lot of legalese to me, which I think that's probably what it is. But that's the only statement. So that's, you know, and so here we are, everybody even remotely connected to this football program. The university's sort of still in limbo. Everybody asking the same questions. What's this mean for Jeremy Pruitt? What's, you know, what's going to happen if this happens? What if this happens? Will that happen? There is some news. Uh, Kevin Steele hired this past week as a defensive assistant. On the staff. And he, and he, along with Jeremy Pruitt, Derek Ansley, and Kevin Simon, flew to California on Friday to meet with Henry Tootoo, um, you know, and, and still got a chance to meet with, you know, Henry, and, and, and those two got a, a chance to kind of get a feel for one another. Um, because, it, you know, while he's not been given a position, it's pretty easy to see Kevin Steele will be t- coaching Tennessee's linebackers at minimum. Yeah, he will be, and I think that's why they, they is, when they announced him, they announced him as a defensive assistant, and there's a lot of different roles he could fill. Uh, Tennessee, and, and I don't think anything's new today, Tennessee's uh, the, the latest to go in the transfer portal was Wanya Morris, is that correct? That's correct. Wanya Morris uh, goes into the transfer portal. Um, one of the rare kids that you see going to the portal and then announce a top three, like it's recruiting all over again. Uh, USC, Oklahoma, and then Texas A&M. Oklahoma been the favorite there for a while for Wanye. We'll see what he decides to do. Uh, one player that went into the portal and then has uh, will, will be coming out of the portal because he's decided to stay at Tennessee is uh, Austin Pope. Uh, so he will return for his final year of eligibility next season here at Tennessee. Of course, he is a Sevier County native and uh, had two back surgeries last summer. Um, you know, was working to get back healthy. I think maybe rushed back a little bit too soon. Re-injured himself. Had to have a second back surgery, and uh, 
you know, but looks like he will, uh, you know, give it one final go in orange next fall after all. Um, and, and when you look around the league, of course, since we last met, we have a national champion. Big surprise, Alabama absolutely just clobbered. Clearly those players that Ohio State missed were a huge reason why they lost the game. Clobbering the Buckeyes <laughs> in the national champ. Didn't help them any. They, they wouldn't have won. And I don't think Justin Fields was 100%. That's not, not a big revelation. But uh, to be shorthanded, the last place you want to be shorthanded and going up against Alabama is the defensive line. Yeah, or just defensive general. Right, and, and <laughs> to not have one of your top defensive tackles and your pass rusher. But, again, that's certainly not the reason Alabama. Alabama really could, uh, I think, could have probably named their score against a lot of people, not just Ohio State. And, um, you know, Ohio State hung around there a little bit in the first half, was able to score with them a little bit, match some scores. But you knew, uh, I think somebody forgot to tell Ohio State that they might want to not put a linebacker in coverage on Devontae Smith. Not a good idea. Jeez. I mean, like, I mean, I think you and I would have had about the same success rate as Ohio State covering Devontae but Smith. But what a great football player he is. Just a great football player who uh, is smart. Jimbo Fisher told me, I was talking to Jimbo, sort of breaking the, down, the, the game down for me, that, you know, as good and acrobatic and as fast and the way he separates all that, he said, I think he's probably about as smart a football player as I've ever seen. Just the way he's able to set up people, the way he runs his routes, the way he finds pockets, um, and, and, and just has this knack. Spacing. To, yeah, has this knack that when he's, even when he looks like he's covered, he's able to sort of get away from his guy and make catches even in tight windows. But what, what a lot of, I guess for all those fans outside Alabama, outside of Tuscaloosa, maybe it was a lot of fun to play, watch play. But as a football junkie, Boy, Devontae Smith was a lot of fun to watch play. This is The Nation. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Slow. Uh, we're at the Texas Roadhouse here at the Turkey Creek location. I want to thank all of our friends here. Another big crowd as usual on Sunday night is NFL playoffs on. Uh, AP, let me ask you this. We're going to take a break here in a minute. So we're going to talk a lot of UT basketball on the, uh, on the other side. But, and, again, just to sort of wrap up, the latest on the investigation in Tennessee is there's not a latest. And I think that's, that's the most succinct way I can say it. Uh, they finished, I say they finished interviewing. I think they're right at the very end of interviewing people. Uh, the report is either in or close to being in with a chance for the University of Dondi Plowman. She's going to make a decision. And I think at that point when she makes a decision, we're going to finally know where we go from here going forward with Tennessee football. And uh, you'd have to think, I know we were joking at the outset of the show that that we said we would know something or, or hopefully we would know something by today. You, you would think that this thing is at a point now because of classes starting, kids back on campus, you know, parents, everybody wanting answers. They cannot let this drag on much longer uh, because if you do that, then you really absolutely napalm your program. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, they've already passed the point of no return to where there won't be massive collateral damage. And that just kind of is what it is. Timing's everything. People, you, people, not, people on campus can say that, Hey, we had to do our investigation. That's the, the the length of time that it was that we needed. Is what took place. Okay, fine. Timing's everything, which goes back to the fact that you know some things are just unavoidable. And this is again no big revelation. I think a lot of people would ask, and we had sort of talked about it previously. You know, when you do an investigation this lengthy, and you bring in Michael Glazer's group, you, you're gonna you're gonna sort of consult with the SEC and or the NCAA. We sure. now know absolutely that's been the case. NCAA was was monitoring some of these interviews via virtually, via Zoom, however you want to call it. So yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's been a very long, lengthy, uh, exhaustive process, and I'd have to say that we're pretty close to knowing where we go from here. 
uh, and, and you're not going to back me into a corner and say next Sunday, because if you do, I'll be vague like I did well, last I mean, week and uh, say this Sunday or next Sunday. Well, because guess what? <laughs> How many times have you heard that today's the day? Today's the day. Tomorrow's the day. Today's the day. It's going to be this day. They Friday, they Saturday, called, Sunday. They haven't called and, to interview me. Have they called to interview you? No. And my, right. my my point being is, you know, at this point, like it could happen at any time. It, it may drag on till next Sunday. You don't know that. I don't know that. You know. I mean, like, you know, I, I, the point being is, is at this point in time, it's like you know, you know, Friday when we reported they were in California. It was more so just so you know, to show how, okay, they're in California. So there's nothing going on today. So. The whole, like, is today the day can just die until they tomorrow. They haven't shut down the program. All right, let's take our first break. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Slow. We're at the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Well, we're great. so happy to be here with our good friends at Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. Visit one of their 16 locations throughout the state of Tennessee. Are you hungry for a great deal? Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than $10 on Monday through Thursdays until 6 p.m. You can choose from six-ounce sirloin, barbecue chicken, pulled pork dinner, and many other favorites. Text steak to 68984 to become a Texas Roadhouse VIP. Enjoy information about specials and delicious gifts, standard message and data rate supply, and get your game day food from Texas Roadhouse. Place your two order online at go to Go.texasroadhouse.com to enjoy while you're cheering on the Vols. Texas Roadhouse. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. For more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. And now, in tough times like these, it's more important than ever that we look out for each other. For many of you impacted by recent events, we can help make sure you're protected with quality, affordable coverage that's right for you right now. So you're prepared for whatever lies ahead. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Have you struggled with your glasses fogging up when wearing a mask this year? Now more than ever, Dr. Colby Stewart and his team at Tennessee LASIK are here for you. Visit TNLASIK.com or call 865-966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants to help you see the Vols in 2020. 
Enjoy the world's most refreshing beer, Coors Light, all season long. Whether you're at Thompson Bowling Arena or hooping it up from home, crack open an ice-cold Coors Light, the official beer of enjoying college basketball wherever you are. When things heat up on the court, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This season, reach for the beer that supports the balls. Mountain Cold Refreshment. Coors Light, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of ValQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right, we welcome you back into the show. It's Chris Lowe and Austin Price with the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. We'll go to the phone lines and welcome a very special guest. Mr. Dane Bradshaw. Dane, I can't believe we're going on nearly 15 years since you delivered your last assist and made one of your, what did you shoot, about 95% from the free throw line? Is that right? Yeah, the legend grows. That's right. I, I guess uh, I guess it goes up about three percentage points or so every year. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to work, my friend. Now, the longer you're away, the better you become. It's certainly great to catch up with you, Dane Bradshaw, former Vol basketball VFL, and now does a great job as SEC Network analyst. Dane, as you watch this Tennessee basketball team, and I know we were texting earlier today, they're so good and so suffocating at defending and guarding you, and just just are, are so disruptive. As you watch this team play, and, and you can see the young guys getting better every week, the freshmen, other over and above the defense, and the def- I mean, I want you to talk about the defense. What else jumps out to you about this Tennessee basketball team? Well, even though they've been a little bit inconsistent at times on the offensive side of the ball, that their defense has been so reliable that it's okay if they're off, uh, other than really the Alabama game um, where Alabama has clearly exposed a lot of teams. But I also think if, if they were to have a rematch tomorrow, I'd feel pretty good about Tennessee's chances just because they, they know what's coming now. Um, I think people underestimate how much a, a good quality team can learn from the film. Now, look, if you just don't have the guys, you don't have the guys, and you probably lose the rematch too, but that's not the case with, with Tennessee. Um, but I also think, you know, even though on the offensive end they're at their best when they're sharing the ball and they're, you know, assisting on 80% of their makes, whatever it is, you know, th- those freshmen that you mentioned, I think really give them a different dynamic because they don't, they don't have a ton of break-you-down type guys, just one-on-one plays, go get you a bucket. But Jaden Springer and Keon Johnson give you that. And it's been such a luxury for Coach Barnes and really for the freshmen, too, to be able to bring them along pretty slowly. Um, and they don't have to come in to this program and be the guys that, oh, my gosh, you're our savior. We finally got a five-star recruit and we haven't done very well. No, I mean, Rick Barnes can go in their living room and say, look, we can win with you or without you. And, you know, and these guys have come along and, and certainly bought in and, and, um, you know, they, they knew what kind of kids they were signing before Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer ever came there. But I thought those guys have really done a nice job. But I expect to see more and more of them. Um, to me, one of the biggest challenges Coach Barnes will have is just, you know, as you start to shrink that rotation and you get closer to March, you're going to have some really, really good players maybe on the outside looking in. And I think they've got the personalities to, to deal with that. But, um at the same time, you, you might have to start giving Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer more more of those starter 30-plus minutes a game. Uh, but on a guy like Keon Johnson, he can play so many positions. You don't necessarily have to just pull all those minutes from one guy. You know, he can he can play multiple spots. Hey, Dane, it's Austin. 
you, you referenced the Alabama game, and if they played again, you'd like Tennessee's chances. How much of it, you know, as a as a former player, is just learning, you know, to play together? Because you, you you do have some vets, but then you're sprinkling in those young guys learning to play together and then learning to close out games because they had points in the second half of that Alabama game where they had a chance to make a run or cut into the lead and really make this thing tight, and then they would have a, a, you know, an unforced turnover or a, a poor shot attempt. I mean, how much of it is just learning to do those things as a, as a group that isn't totally gelled yet? Well, I think you, you bring up a good point is, is maybe it's um, highlighted and magnified even more during crunch time because you might have some guys that – want to be the hero and other guys that are trying to defer that have the potential, but don't want to, you know, try to be uh, selfish. And there, there's a great balance there and they've got plenty of weapons. There, there's no question. Uh, but at the same time, you can't have guys be, be hesitant or, or passive. Um, and, and I go back to those freshmen there, Keon Johnson, James Springer, guys like that, to where as the season goes along and if you got the mismatch, if you got the play and your number's called, you know, Go go get it, and um, but the good news is, you know, Tennessee is is so good at passing up a good shot to get a great shot, those types of things, and there's just not a team. If I'm an opposing coach and I'm getting my team ready, it's like, hey, this is not a team that's going to beat themselves. They don't make a lot of mistakes defensively. They don't turn the ball over very often on the offensive end. They keep their big guys out of foul trouble for the most part. You know we're going to have to go out there and, and really play our best game to hope they have an off night. And um, so you know Tennessee is is just extremely talented in that regard, and uh, you know have set themselves up to have a good chance to, to get an SEC title. Yeah, Dean, it's Chris again. You know, I, I agree that Bama and Tennessee both right now are the two best teams I've seen in the league. But I said at the outset of our show, there, there's still other teams in this league. If you watch them on any given night, you think, boy. They could have a chance uh, if, if things go right. Who else in this league do you like to maybe make a run uh, to not only win the SEC but, but potentially make a run in the term in the NCAA tournament? Uh, LSU would be the only other one really for that high of a mark because they've got the, the talent, uh, they've got uh, the the players, they they've got the coaching. Will Wade, no matter what people think about him, he can coach man, and, and he gets his team ready to play. They're extremely prepared. He's great with in-game adjustments. They haven't had maybe that um, um, big-time win yet on their resume. And, look, let's be honest, there's uh, nobody's going to go out of their way to bring attention to LSU basketball right now because a lot of people might not think, you know, Coach Wade should be coaching. And that to me, that's part of what comes with it is, all right, until they can prove more and more and get a lot of victories, that's when they'll start getting more national attention and things of that nature. But, um, there, there's no question when they are locked in, they've been a little bit inconsistent at times uh, offensively, but they, they've got Javante Smart at point guard, Trenton Watford, who could be a player of the year. Cam Thomas is a freshman averaging close to 25 a game and, and an ultimate glue guy, Darius Days. You know, four out of their top five players could be stars on any team in the SEC. And uh, it'll be a big-time matchup. I'm fortunate I'm on the call Tuesday night. It's a night, late game, 9 p.m., but Alabama and LSU, and that, that'll be uh, uh, not short on, on talent and athleticism. Dan, when you look around the conference, what, what do you make of kind of the teams that are, that are playing well? I mean, Alabama wasn't expected to be this good, um, and, and Kentucky sure wasn't expected to be this poor. So what, what, 
kind of what do you make of the conference at this point? Obviously, it's a different year, a different dynamic, and, and, and a lot of things to kind of just kind of filter your way through. Well, you know, the, the SEC really had to rebrand itself over the past, you know, six, seven years when it was just Kentucky and Florida. And right now I think you're seeing that, hey, there are other teams and uh, as they've proven to be over the past several years because Kentucky's down. Um, Florida had the unfortunate incident where they lost, you know, what many believe would be the player of the year, Keontae Johnson, um, with the medical conditions. And so with those teams, and Florida's not out of it necessarily, but look, they're, they're reeling right now. They're three and three in conference play, six and four overall. But I think you look at Missouri, who's, who's been good, maybe not great, but I think they've done enough work to where if they can just tread water, they'll be an NCAA tournament team. South Carolina is the other team that, that, you know, they look really good out there on the court. They took LSU down to the wire on the road. But they've had multiple disruptions throughout the year. Frank Martin's had two positive COVID tests. I mean, you name it. I I, I don't follow every other conference as close as I do the SEC. But, man, I, I would bet that nobody has had a more disruptive season than the South Carolina Gamecocks have had. But if they can get a routine down and get playing, don't be surprised if South Carolina makes a little bit of a push. And then outside of that, you know, a team that's not in contention, they've got a self-imposed postseason ban, but – uh, Auburn's a different team now. Sharif Cooper's, you know, arguably the most exciting player in the SEC. He's only got three games under his belt, but the five-star point guard was ruled eligible um, earlier this month, and and he has caught everybody by, uh, by surprise, and he's worth the price of admission. Dane, before we get you out of here, I, you know, from your perspective, uh, being a hump, hoops junkie, I know the way you are. What, what's it been? like to watch the way Coach Barnes has sort of built this program. He comes in, and, you know, he's not really a guy that's out there trying to sign a bunch of the four- and five-star guys. He, he tried to get foundation guys early, guys he felt like could you know he could really sort of build his culture with. And then now ever since those early players, because we, we all forget because he was such a great player, you know, Grant Williams wasn't a guy that everybody in the country was clamoring to get out of high school. But he got a lot of those guys, and now he's sort of adding – four and five stars to the equation but just to sort of watch the way he's constructed it what's that been like for you it's been awesome to see but i you know i'd be lying if i said i believed it was going to work out this way the whole time i think a lot of us that (laughs) didn't follow coach barge's career maybe that closely you saw okay he got let go at texas and you didn't really know all the dynamics have been falling close yeah he's got a great resume but is this a retirement gig for him is he past his prime and then he gets to knoxville and it's, you know, look, he's great. Everybody gets along with him well. They're signing the guys they want to sign. But still, as a fan, you're sitting there like, all right, well, I'm not going to get overly excited over some three-star kid out of Charlotte that, you know, that we beat out Harvard for or whatever. But then the proof was in the pudding. They they, they did exactly what they said they would do. They were going to build the foundation with the diamonds in the rough like the Grant Williams. And then they were going to get the four or five stars the same way they did at Texas. And, again, I, I said earlier today uh, on the um, interview, I think that's, that's such a great luxury to be able to go in a five-stars living with your parents and say, hey, we'd love to have you, but we don't necessarily have to have you either. And we hope you come here, but we can keep winning the way we are here. But you're, you don't have to be the savior. That's going to take pressure off you. You don't have to worry about we being one and done. Just come in here, be yourself, play, and I'll get you to the next level, and our team's going to have success as well. 
And, um, you know, you look around the SEC and the number of programs, there's some really, really good coaches in the SEC. It is a hard job you know, in any of these power five conferences. But so many fan bases are wondering, did they hire the right guy or they got a wait-and-see approach, whatever it might be, or hot seats are starting to come up. And then you look at Tennessee and you're like, man, how fortunate are we, uh, especially the way the coaching carousel was, you know, over the past several years before uh, Rick Barnes got there where we had, what, you know, four coaches in four years or whatever it was. I think Dane hit the nail on the head. I don't think anybody saw it panning out the way it has uh, necessarily when he when he got here. Much like a lot of people didn't see a 6'3", uh, 6'4", six, six, guard from Memphis panning out at power forward the way it did some 14 years ago. Oh, come on. Don't listen. AP, Dane Bradshaw was everybody's five-star when he got here. He like was, but, but but not as a guard, not as a power forward. <laughs> you know what, Chris? I've, I've got – I think the, the hate groups on Facebook would, would still prove otherwise that, that we're out there. That, uh, maybe we started the first two years, but redemption was a fun part of uh, year three and four. By the way, outside of a few gray hairs, I don't think Dane's aged one bit since he did graduate. Oh boy, yeah, you're you're really lying now, man. I've got uh, it, he he and Jordan he and Jordan he and Jordan Howe he and Jordan Howe. Well, you should see my household because as soon as I hang up here, we got uh, bath time and bedtime and reading books and getting ready for school in the morning. It's a, it's going to be a disaster here in the next couple hours and then in the morning. So that that lays me. You're getting old, Dane. You're getting old, man. But all of our best to your uh, family and. We certainly appreciate you spending some time. Love watching your stuff on the SEC Network, and uh, we'll keep watching. And uh, as you know, my son Adam Lowe's never had a more favorite basketball player than Dane Bradshaw back in the day. So I know he'll be excited to hear that we had a chance to be, have you on the show tonight. But, Dane, man, thanks a lot. Keep up the great work, man, and we'll talk soon, okay? You got it. You got the best anytime. All right. That's Dane Bradshaw spending some time with us tonight on The Nation, breaking down the balls and the SEC we're here at the Texas Roadhouse, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. All right, fans, for the best alerts selection of Big Orange merchandise, be sure to touch down at Hound Dogs, locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Visit them online at hdknoxville.com. At First Horizon, every day is game day. Whether it's checking and savings accounts, mortgages, or financial guidance, First Horizon has a starting lineup that will take care of you and your family in every phase of life. With over 150 years of banking experience, we have a deep understanding of you and your way forward. Right, Coach? When your core values are built on honesty, trust, and the customer experience, you've got a chance to be special. And that's exactly how I would describe my experience at First Horizon. The official bank of the vaults. At University Eye Specialists, we're proud to call Knoxville home. We've been serving this community since 1935 and have cared for the UT Athletics Department since 1978. We pride ourselves on delivering the most comprehensive eye care in East Tennessee. Eye care is personal to us, just like our community. At University Eye Specialists, we're helping you live life in focus. To learn more, visit us at universityi.com. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. 
It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109111. Though this basketball season may look a little different, Vol fans, you can still grab an ice-cold, refreshing Dos Equis for tip-off. You can cheer on the orange and white from anywhere. So whether you're watching the bouncing ball from home, a bar, a restaurant, or Thompson Bowling Arena, remember to pick up a smooth, refreshing cerveza and yell, Go Big Orange! Because nothing goes with college basketball like Dos Equis. Proud sponsor of Tennessee Athletics. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. We welcome you back to The Nation as Austin is uh, his customary grilled chicken tonight. It's not customary anymore. Uh, I've yeah. branched out. I haven't had the grilled chicken in weeks here. Really, it looks, it looks very good with some applesauce. Mm-hmm. That, now, that is customary. No, not every, not every Yeah, day. it is. Uh, we want to remind fans that, that you know, relax this season. Enjoy and celebrate with the great refreshing beverages that support University of Tennessee Athletics, Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment that's made to chill, Twisted Tea, Real Brewed Iced Tea with a twist of lemon, Light and Crisp Truly Hard Seltzer, and Ice Cold Dosecchi Cerveza, distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Remember to celebrate responsibly, and that 21 means 21. All right, we heard from Dane Bradshaw in the other segment talking about the Vols. It sounds like he feels like that, and I agree with him, that we've not come close to seeing this basketball team at its best and i he's so he's so right too man rarely in today's one and done era are you able to bring in a a player the caliber of a Jaden springer or keon johnson and and really just sort of try to bring them along and develop them and not have to throw them in and be the focal point of what you're doing and they've had that luxury you know and and i think having other guys around them that are willing to play roles you know, and, and don't have to have – I don't know. Who was doing the game last night? Was it uh, Dave Neal? Yeah. And, and Joe Klein? I think that one of them made a great point about Springer. Look at his – look at how efficient he's been. His points, uh, his averages. And the guy t- – what's the average? Like five shots a game? Six shots a game? Yeah, it's not much. And, and, and really when you – you know, not that he's the reason they lost because he's not. But when they didn't have him against Alabama – it changed some of the stuff that they did. You know, when he went out with the ankle injury early, you know, not having him hurt them. I mean, like, I think he's very vital to Tennessee's success. Not to say they can't win games without him, because they can, but he, he, he to me, really kind of, you know, puts them over the top. He and Keon, just their ability to create their own. Because yeah, Keon looks to me, AP, he's to that point now when he wants to go get a bucket and take the ball to the glass, he's going to do it. I think he was a little more hesitant. Because he's thinking, you know, because Coach Barnes is, listen, the thing and the thing he's going to tell his players, especially guys who are handling the basketball, is you better not turn it over. And I think early in the season yeah. you can sort of see Keon's like, all right, I think I can beat my guy, I can get to the glass, but I don't want to turn it over. Now it's more like instinctively he's taking the basketball and being aggressive and getting to the glass. Yeah. And when he, with his length and his athleticism, and he's a smart basketball player too, He's, he is a tough, tough out to have to stay in front of him and keep him from getting to the glass. And I think as they get later and later in the season, into the postseason, when you got to have those possessions, when you just need something, getting something going to the glass, yep. he's going to be their best at that. I agree. He, both he and Keon, Keon and Jaden, again, can create their own. And 
they, they just are mismatch problems. It's as simple as that. You know, I mean, especially, you know, I, I think the ability to jump for Keon gives him something. But you got to think about Springer's ability to drive and dish and create and, and distribute is something I think that really sets him apart from others. All right, your favorite part of the show, the Marathon Question of the Week. With a full tank of freedom, you can find your own highway and discover the true spirit of the American Road Marathon fueling the American spirit. We had on our friend Dane Bradshaw in the last segment sort of breaking down, uh, as I said, the SEC, Tennessee. When you look back at those Bradshaw years, those teams, the Bruce Pearl teams, and Chris remembered the early, he had started his career with Buzz Peterson. That's right finished his career with Bruce Pearl. When you look at those teams, and I'm talking about Bruce's best teams when Dane was there, you know, Lofton, and you had Major Wingate. And, and what what about this team reminds you the most of that team? And, and I'm, I've sort of, this is sort of a loaded question because I sort of have my own answer, but <laughs> what, what do you think, what do you think when you look at this team and compare to that team, what, what, what reminds you the most about the two teams? They're unselfish. They share the basketball. That's exactly yeah. right. I mean, again, we went back and we started the season with them, Chris. What were we talking about? It's the same thing we can talk about right now, that Tennessee every night, you know, is going to be led by a different guy. That, you know, it, it might be, you know, this guy with 12 one night, this guy with 16 one night, another guy with, you know, 14. You're never really going to see, like to me, like maybe a few game stretch, but to me you're never going to see a consistent stretch of, this is the guy that leads the way because they've got so many different options that I don't think you're going to see that, and they're all unselfish. Now, Lofton was sort of the he was he was the X factor on that team because he was just so just so deadly from the perimeter. I don't know that Tennessee's got a shooter like that. Now, Muscovy can get it going from the perimeter, but he's not Chris Lofton. The other thing, both of them had their both these teams, that team and this one, had their calling cards calling cards defensively. Bruce's teams then would eat you up with the press. I mean, when they really had it going, yep. their full-court press, just being able to get the ball in bounds was, was really difficult, and they really sort of wreaked havoc with their press. This team more away from the basket. They extended in a half court. And, it and just, then you got pawns to protect the rim. And you got that eraser on the back end pawn because he's just not going to give you anything easy. But the way they push you out and get you out of what you want to do and they contest passes – uh, now, they had some stretches earlier this year where they weren't great on the ball. They've gotten better at that. But their, their length and their athletic ability and their ability to just to sort of make you uncomfortable and never really let you get into what you want to get in in your half-court sets. And then if you do beat them off the, off the dribble, you know, you got Mr. Pons back there to, to, to erase it. So I agree. I think that those, those two factors are what remind me most about these two basketball teams. It's like teams. playing golf with you. you I don't know about that. anything easy. No, my, my golf game, as you know, is always having to scramble because I can't get off the tee. All right, let's take our final break here on The Nation. We're at the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Hey, we here at The Nation want to thank our eight affiliates across the great state of Tennessee and Knoxville Sports Radio WNML, FM 99.1, AM 990, in Nashville, 104.5 The Zone, in Chattanooga, Talk Radio 102.3 FM, WGOW, and in Memphis, Sports 790 AM, WMC, in Cookville, Rock 93.7, or WATX, AM 1600, and in Crossville, The Ticket, FM 97.7, and AM 1490, the Tri-Cities, WJCW, AM 910, 
and in Winchester, WCDT AM 1340 and FM 106.9. A lot's changed in the past few months, from how we protect our health to how we work. But for more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. So right now, it's good to know that you have short-term, individual, and family plan options, along with dental and vision, for whatever lies ahead. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Take it to the hoop this season with Truly Hard Seltzer. Whether you're at the arena or watching from home, Truly Lemonade Hard Seltzer is a refreshing mix of lemonade and hard seltzer that's perfect for game day excitement. If life gives you lemons, keep the good times going with Truly. So bring the flavor and your volunteer spirit to game day like only you can. We'll keep it light, crisp, and crushable. Truly Hard Seltzer. Live Truly. Please drink responsibly. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, well, back here on The Nation for our final segment. We're at the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. AP dusting off his grilled chicken. Oh, it's 3 nothing Saints. I got a, uh, got a to-go order. Julia Lowe's going with the, uh, the, the mushroom, the, the portobello mushroom grilled chicken sandwich. How about that? Uh, again, thanks to our good friend Dane Bradshaw. Uh, coming on second segment, talking some UT basketball in the SEC, and really Dane, Dane was one of the you know he was such a great guy to cover. Chris, all those guys, I love that that Bruce Pearl team. They had so many fun guys to cover. Chris Lofton, Chris didn't say a whole lot, but he was a good guy to cover. Jawan Smith was fun to cover. Uh, Dane, he just had a lot of guys. Major Wingate, um, you go on and on and on. They're just were guys that typically like to talk and like to sort of hang well, out. With but them don't meeting. you find that more often with basketball teams, though? Because there's, there's less not as many players, guys. and so it, you just know them more personable. They're yeah. just way more personable than the football because you can see their face. You know, uh, behind the helmet, you don't see it as much. But uh, on the basketball floor, you see it uh, pretty well. Our good friend Mike Strange, who was as good a writer as there's ever been around here. I spent many a night on the road with Mike covering UT basketball. He loves his story. We were out there at a practice one day. This is back. So I know it's hard over the last year to think anybody ever attended a practice given the pandemic and COVID. But we're at practice down on the side of the court. They were getting done. We were talking to the players. And a couple of them were talking about how they were taking history of rock and roll. This is back during that that Dane uh, Lofton era. And I, I looked at Strange and being a big Led Zeppelin fan, I said, what are the chances, what are the odds if I ask any of these players, because they were talking about that class, who 
sang the song Black Dog. And Mike Strange looked at me and he said, there's nada, not a chance any of them. So we proceeded to ask, I proceeded to ask different players, right, do you know who sang the song Black Dog? And I got everything from the Beatles to Elton John, I think ACDC, but no Led Zeppelin. So Stranger was right, as you, as you usually was. Nobody could figure it out. But it was just, those were fun times. But at least they, uh, yeah. those at least they guessed artists in that same realm. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, so, you know, we, we missed uh, we missed our uh, our cue here, AP, in the last segment. We do the marathon question of the week. You know what it should have been? What's <laughs> what's going to come first? Some resolution to Tennessee's investigation into its football program or Groundhog Day, which is like, seemingly the same thing. February 12th, I guess. <laughs> what if they announce we're going to announce on Groundhog Day? Oh, that would probably be par for the course. But that should that should have been our um, that should have been our question our marathon question of the week. Um, I uh, I do think and uh, I know everybody keeps asking you and asking me and you know that in all seriousness that, that they've they've got to come up with some type of resolution and some type of answer before this thing completely just as I said earlier on the show it's past the point of no return. Well, but you know it's. Well, you're going to start having no, well, players I'm, and parents who are going to just, you know. And, and my, the, when I say that, it's media, past the point of no return without collateral damage. And in the age of social media, if we're still sitting here a week from now or, or longer and there's no resolution, what's going to start happening on social media? Well, at that point, I, I, I think most parents right now are under the assumption that Jeremy Pruitt's going to be the coach here. And until, you know, so, until somebody and, tells them something. Yeah, and now my point, you know, if, if they sit there and their kids go to class on Wednesday – and then they announce a, a change is made after that, then I think what you're, what you're about to say is absolutely right. That's what I it mean, will yeah. turn into a social media, they told me this, they did that. And, and again, no winners involved. Nope. And it's a, uh, I know it's, it's, a, it's frustrating for a lot of fans. Frustrating for Jeremy Pruitt, frustrating for that staff, frustrating for players, frustrating for, for kids, you know, especially in the era of the transfer portal. And Again, it's the it thing to do. It's and it's um it's one of those things where it's just hard, you know, if if you're a parent or you're you're calling and trying to get answers and you can't you feel like as you said you feel like well you've been given some answers, and yet you're probably sitting there thinking right now the way this thing is dragged on, were the, were those answers legit? You know, and maybe you know if you look at it from the other perspective, you know if if you're trying to answer these questions as an athletic director, as a football coach, as an assistant coach. <laughs> Maybe you don't really know, and I think. Well, as, having talked to a few of the parents, I think in their minds, they were told everything was going to be fine. Nothing has happened, so everything is fine. I don't think they're. I don't think they're second guessing what they were told. I think it's just further cementing what they were told was the truth. So thus, if something does happen, it will make it worse when it does happen. Right, and, and, the, and the reality is too. When you do a, a lengthy investigation like this, people, are, you know, people aren't going to be talking. The people doing the investigating aren't going to be talking anyway. So they're not probably going to be telling until the, until it's complete. That's right. You know, they're not going to tell you what the results are until there's a report, and you know, I guess we'll find out in the next day or week or month when that report is complete. Five uh, minutes, five years. <laughs> It's all the same. But, again, we certainly want to thank our good friend, Dane Bradshaw, and uh, in Tennessee, Florida, on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. 
the O'Connell. Is it? I guess it's not called the O'Donnell anymore. The O'Connell Center. It's got one of those long sponsor names to it now. Every, oh, every they sponsored it. Yeah, I think so. But that's a seven o'clock ESPN game. Gators have uh, lost three of their last four, and um, have been down a couple players. Two of their best players, actually. But still a team that's certainly capable, as Dane pointed out earlier this, this week, that if you don't play your bas- basketball, they can beat you. That, again, a 7 o'clock game. The Lady Vols, a big winner today over Alabama. 82-56. We will be here next week, the Texas Roadhouse here in Turkey Creek. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Lowe. And, no, don't back me in the corner because I'm not saying we're going to have an answer next Time Sunday. for them legendary margaritas, Chris All right. Lowe. All right. See you, everybody, everybody next time. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service 12 area east tennessee restaurants by marathon featuring top tier clean gasoline for peak performance stop by your neighborhood marathon station marathon fueling the american spirit by university eye specialists helping you live life in focus since 1935 and by dosekis nothing goes with college football like an ice cold refreshing dosekis cerveza keep it interessante and please enjoy dosekis response Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by... Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State. For more news on college sports and the SEC, this is The Nation, signing off.